and hello to the Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent. I'm John Rawl, and we're back here for an end-of-the-week celebration, although most of us right now are hunkered down and not really celebrating much at all, except the fact that some of us are having pretty decent weather here and a little bit warmer temperatures, and that's something to, to be excited about. This is the program that we cover everything from the southeast news sports food entertainment music news cultural news and of course coronavirus news and we're tired of that but we'll be here going forward to cover the southern perspective of covid19 and we welcome your feedback here on the all southern show you can connect to us here on our facebook page and that's the y'all show on facebook or y'all.com that also is a great way for you to be on board the show all about the southeast now as we have this end of the week party here of the y'all show let me tell you what's coming up on today's y'all show we've got a lot of unfortunately coronavirus information to pass along specifically how louisiana is getting hit really hard and the worst is yet to come it looks like in the pelican state especially around new orleans and we'll break that down here in just a second as part of our coronavirus headlines now with all this going on we do have a little bit of good news a little bit of fun news to tell you about and that comes to us from the great state of florida because in florida right now there's a pair of newlyweds i guess are newlyweds there are a couple so yeah i guess they would be a pair and you won't believe where they got married with all this coronavirus craziness where they got married here in the last couple of days it's a heartwarming story and we'll have that story coming your way in just a few minutes here as part of our headlines from across the southeast also on today's y'all show talk with a southern accent We've got a look at some college-related stories. And the NCAA has just announced that colleges, and this is going to really hurt the the the, uh, the wallet of our smaller schools, non-SEC, non-ACC, non-Big 12 schools, as the NCAA is cutting back their distribution check for March Madness and more. And that's going to really be a real, real problem for a lot of smaller schools We'll have that information. We'll pass along in our college sports roundup here in just a few minutes in our next segment. We'll also tell you about a departure from a Vanderbilt basketball player. The Commodores losing a a key player on their team this year that only won, I think, three three games in the SEC. Remember, Vanderbilt, I think, had a 29-game conference losing streak that stretched into last year as well. Not a good time for Vanderbilt basketball this past year. And a player from that team moving on, trying to take his talent to the NBA. We'll let you know about that. Some college football news. In fact, a former Louisville player, I, th- I think he actually might be a current Louisville football player. Their father has just passed away of the coronavirus. And we'll let you know about that in our sports headlines. And then later this hour, we've got I-C-Y-M-I in case y'all missed it. And we're going to go back to our Wednesday show, and Kelly Riddell, Kelly Riddell Sadler is going to be coming on. If you're not familiar with her, she's with America First Action. That is the official Donald Trump super PAC. It's the only one out there that's officially recognized by the president or however the rules of the Federal Election Committee govern. And they are, they've got Linda McMahon as the head of that political action committee, the woman who used to be in the Trump administration as a cabinet secretary, and of course the wife of Vince McMahon of WWE fame and XFL football fame. 
and she works for Linda McMahon there for America First Action. Kelly Sadler stopping by. We'll have a portion of our interview from Wednesday of this week where she discusses her role trying to get President Trump reelected here in a couple of months. But also she discusses how her native New York is getting hit pretty hard right now. And she's really worried about that. And she also weighs in on the president's response to the coronavirus. Kelly Sadler, our special guest coming up. And she worked for the White House, by the way, before going to work in this political action committee. She worked there for President Trump and then had a unceremonious exit about two years ago that we'll ask her about that as part of our I-C-Y-M-I in case y'all missed it. We need a little bit of positivity here on the Y'all Show, and one way we can do that is through music. And so coming up in the second hour of today's program, we're going to have a little Willie Nelson music. He actually, we could easily go back in the archives and pull up a Willie Nelson song from many, many, many years ago. We're not going to do that. Willie has just released a new song that's rather appropriate for right now and what's going on with the coronavirus. And so stand by. We'll have some new Willie Nelson music. In fact, one reason I'm playing Willie is it was last week. Willie was one of the very first artists to go on social media and do one of these virtual concerts. And as a tribute to the octogenarian, we're going to give him a little spin of his new record today. And it ought to be a good one as Willie at at this age now still is still putting out music and this song first rose of spring is a great kind of reminder that spring is here and we're going to see our first rose of spring if we haven't seen it already real soon covid19 or not so willie nelson music coming and a little tribute to willie in hour number two of today's y'all show then we'll have hashtag hullabaloo we'll also also get to before the end of the hour there's new no new movies scheduled to be released this weekend so we'll let you know about some of the top downloads at netflix and we'll also have before we get out of here some news from the various professional sports leagues in fact sad news curly from the harlem globetrotters passed away on thursday and we'll talk about that he was a north carolina native we'll discuss that passage as well as the indianapolis 500 being pushed back on the schedule and other sports news all that as we wrap up this end of the week fun of the y'all show our number 803-816-1170 that's a number you can call text however you need to get in touch with us here on the program we welcome your feedback here on y'all now let's get into the headlines of the south here and as we said at the start of the show new orleans looks like it's going to be hit more than any place in the south with the coronavirus And Dr. Joshua Denson went on television Thursday. He's with the Tulane Medical Center's critical care unit. And this physician said that it looks like they're going to be the epicenter. That unfortunately he thinks that they are there maybe already. A lot of the problems with this disease, according to the doctor, as many have already heard about it and know, is especially when patients end up in the ICU, they will end up being there for anywhere from one to two to three weeks sometimes. To date, there's almost 70,000 confirmed cases of the coronavirus in the U.S. and over 1,000 deaths. Louisiana has over had, had over 1,700 of those claims, 65 deaths reported as of Thursday in the Pelican State. As we break down Louisiana and what's going on with the outbreak in this great southern state, if you look at a map, almost every parish 
of Louisiana has been affected only in the very northeastern corner across from Mississippi will you find there's very little if no cases reported also the very southwest parishes of Louisiana are reporting no outbreak at this point but certainly New Orleans the North Shore up into Shreveport and more Louisiana is really really suffering right now as far as deaths go we've seen one day this week I think they had 19 deaths in one day in Louisiana and with the numbers coming in from the authorities there it's tough over 2300 cases testing positive for the coronavirus in this one southern state alone and it's it's a real problem now drew Brees, the beloved quarterback of the new orleans saints to those in louisiana he has now pledged along with his wife five million dollars to the state of louisiana during this covid19 outbreak as he and his wife Brittany are making this pledge saying in an instagram post that they will also be partnering with organizations and businesses like second harvest food bank and waiter to prepare and deliver 10,000 meals a day throughout the state of louisiana the partnership according to breeze will last as long as it takes to help seniors children and families in need during this time drew breeze put out let's do our part maintain hope and get through this together with the attachment there with a a florida lee not the official saints logo but it was a florida lee inside the louisiana map with the word home inside of it so a a very good gesture by the native texan who played his college ball for the purdue Bowlermakers, drew Brees, who's re-upped with the saints and should be ready to go for the 2020 season when and if that season hurry up and and we'll hurry up and get here we're all waiting for something besides this pandemic to be dominating the headlines but a, a nice gesture again by drew breeze and his wife Brittany breeze say that five times fast my name is Brittany breeze <laughs> they are doing a great thing there in their state and they're among many many celebrities who are doing many many good gestures here with the coronavirus going on and we hope we hope that it uh again i'm looking forward to the day that we don't have to talk about the coronavirus in the headlines anymore that would be a a fantastic thing to to not have to talk about now again as we said this is not just a southern problem a louisiana problem it's a worldwide problem and now according to all the experts over a half million people around the world have been infected and the economic toll of the covid19 outbreak is major across the not just the country but the whole world and again the countries leading the number of confirmed cases china still has more confirmed italy is right on their doorstep italy has almost seventy-five thousand cases as of thursday and the u.s is knocking on their door as we've got nearly sixty-three thousand cases and a lot of problems now italy may not have as many cases as china as of thursday but they've got twice as many deaths italy over 7500 people have died from the coronavirus outbreak in the u.s sadly pushing around a thousand and unfortunately we we again are are tired of talking about this but this is major news that we'll we'll keep telling you about because of the coronavirus outbreak and i just touched my face i apologize we're not supposed to do that but i how, how can you not act like a normal person when times like these are are going on and that includes touching your face and frankly maybe you shook somebody's hand and if you did that just go wash your hands and we'll all be all right and maybe this thing will die its natural death here pretty soon 
because of the breakout of the virus, many, many, many people are filing unemployment. And I know in just one state here in the South, Tennessee, for example, the average unemployment claims for a week, I think, were around 2,500. And then one week alone this past week, nearly 40,000 Tennesseans filed for unemployment. That's just one southern state. And that's the similar story across the entire region. Nearly 3.3 Americans have applied for unemployment benefits in the last week. And that's, again, almost five times the previous record set in 1982. So we've got more people applying than since the early 80s. And as I said, most states they've seen it's more than just five times. It's a lot more than that who've done it in just, just the last couple of weeks. And it's an unfortunate thing is unemployment. The numbers had been so low prior to this. And now with the uncertainty of when this thing's going to go away, people are doing what they have to do to stay afloat. And that includes file unemployment papers. A good gesture by a part-time resident of Georgia, Elton John. Tune in this Sunday. You can see Elton John and a whole host of celebrities as they're hosting a TV and radio concert as a coronavirus break. As he's hosting what's called a living room concert aimed at helping our spirits and all this during the coronavirus outbreak and he's getting the help of iHeartMedia and fox in fact fox is going to air this concert on all channels their broadcast channels their cable channels and more and this concert with elton john will also have alicia keys billy eilish mariah carey the backstreet boys tim mcgraw billy joe armstrong and this is going to take place sunday for just one hour from nine to ten o'clock eastern eight to nine central and again it'll be on all these different platforms the artists will be filmed with cell phones cameras and audio equipment in their own homes to quote ensure the health and safety of all involved good job elton john for sort of taking that lead on this and making this concert a reality i don't know if it's as much a benefit concert as it is just as we said a a little bit of a break from what's been going on with the madness of this coronavirus outbreak and tune in sunday to your local fox cable or broadcast channel to see this concert it should be again much much needed more headlines from the south as we told you tennessee has been hit hard by unemployment claims this week and unfortunately many business many small businesses in the volunteer state are just like all the other states suffering one business out of memphis that you might have had a chance to dine in at some point not just in memphis but in other locations of the south where they have franchises and one place that has a incredible product corky's ribs and barbecue they've had to lay off employees just like a lot of places have well one thing they're doing as they lay off their employees there at the memphis base corky's ribs is they're giving them boxes of frozen food so not only hopefully will they get a a little bit of money as they're unemployed we hope temporarily but corky's giving out these safe at home with the safe at home orders being issued by people like the city of memphis mayor i think strickland is, is his name this box contains corky's sides and all kinds of applesauce and pudding and maybe even some meat in there too corky's by the way it's found in a lot of southern grocery stores in the frozen food section. You can go in there, and they'll have their famous Corky's ribs and even pulled pork. I've had it before. It's pretty tasty, but if you happen to live near a Corky's, it's always better, if you can, to go into the restaurant and 
patronize them. And by the way, speaking of that, I got an incredible story to tell you about. I'll go ahead and tell you about that next here because it's something we need some some good news. So unfortunately, Corky's employees have been laid off. That's unfortunate. But the fortunate thing is you're getting a nice little box as you walk out the door for maybe a, just a few days to enjoy some good Corky's branded food in this time of uncertainty. Now to the other restaurant-related story. This is a little bit more positive, as we know that so many people involved in the restaurant industry have been told to not come back. They've been laid off or just biding their time. And in Florida, that's a state that's been hit hard by the coronavirus outbreak. A diner there who wanted to help out the local wait staff there left a tip massive enough for one restaurant's entire staff to share a $10,000 tip at Skillets, and this is in North Naples in Florida. And I don't know if we know the person's name. It may be anonymous, but he said that I want each person in this restaurant to get $500. The manager then distributed to all the employees. People come in and they become family. We know where they are from. We know how many kids they have. When we know what's going on in their lives, they become part of our team, a part of our restaurant. That, according to the owner, Ross Edland of Skillets in North Naples, Florida. Whoever you are there, citizen of Florida that walked in and gave a $10,000 tip to not just one, but the entire staff there at Skillets in that part of Florida, that was a heck of a gesture. And maybe if you've got a few $10,000 or so laying around, it might be a nice thing for you to do and walk down to your favorite watering hole, which most of them are not open if they're just watering holes. If they have food, they will likely be open, at least for takeout or, or drive through if they're lucky enough to have a drive through window. Well, the coronavirus getting all of our attention. Let's not remember, let's not forget, the flu, the common flu is also a killer. In fact, this week, North Carolina officials are reporting 11 more flu deaths as five people died during the week ending March 21st and another six deaths reported in the previous week. That, according to the North Carolina Division of Public Health, of the latest deaths in North Carolina, seven were ages 65 and older, four were ages 50 to 64, and for the year, the death toll for the 2019-2020 flu season is at 149 in North Carolina, I think, and that's just one of our southern states that are having issues with the common flu, which kills thousands and thousands of people, and we don't want to take our eye off of that. Remember, if you're having symptoms of the coronavirus, a lot of times when you walk into your local clinic, they're going to test you for the flu to see if you have the common flu, and it's deadly as well. And if they test, if you test positive for that, then they won't test you for the coronavirus. But some people, unfortunately, are being tested for the flu. That's negative, and they're not tested for COVID-19. And then they find out several days later that they were actually positive, and that that's a real problem. So we... We hope more people are tested or are going to your clinic if you're having certain signs of flu-like symptoms to where you would need some kind of treatment. Back to North Carolina for another story. You might remember last year there was an unfortunate shooting at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Well, a man named Riley Howell suffered eight gunshot wounds while taking down the suspect charge in a shooting rampage in April of 2019. And also, 19-year-old Ellis Reed Parlier also shot to death, and four other students were wounded alongside Howell, 21. And this week, Howell was remembered as he got the highest civilian honor 
on Wednesday. The Congressional Medal of Honor announced that he got the the Civilian Medal of Honor equivalent. It's called the Congressional Medal of Honor, and it went to this late North Carolinian, Riley Howell, who, by his action, saved others at the University of North Carolina Charlotte campus there in 2019. The Medal of Honor, of course, given to military personnel for acts of bravery and heroism in the line of duty. This is the civilian equivalent and an amazing unselfish gesture by that 21-year-old student, Riley Howell, giving up his life to, to save others. And finally, as we conclude our look across the Southeast today, we need a little bit of of a smile to put on our faces. And we go to Tallahassee, Florida for this one, which, to be quite honest with you, a personal memory of mine, there aren't very many Whataburger restaurants in the South. There's pockets of where they'll be found and where i was living some 20 years ago did not have water burgers where i'm living now does not have water burgers where i've been living does not have water burger restaurants you have to travel a bit to find a water burger and around 20 years ago i happened to be working on a project and i ended up in tallahassee florida and i got there late and i saw this big orange building of which i'd heard of water burgers i just didn't live in a water burger area so I went and had one of my meals at Whataburger and enjoyed a good burger and those little tiny fries that they have, and I enjoyed it. Well, let's fast forward now some 20 years to Whataburger, Tallahassee, Florida, and now instead of making news for John Rawl walking in there late at night while traveling in the Sunshine State, a little bit better story here this week as a couple just got married not inside Whataburger, but outside the Tallahassee Whataburger, as Scott and Andrea had to cancel their wedding, and they had to replan it three times, and finally, they decided to go do something that they both love, and that's Whataburger, and they got married just to the outside of this Whataburger in Tallahassee, Florida. Got married on Wednesday, and would you believe that Andrea... Do you know what color her dress was when she said, I do? It was not white, and it wasn't black. It was Whataburger orange, an orange dress, and they got married outside the Whataburger, Tallahassee, Florida. We wish them many, many years. As Scott Paschel, his last name is Paschel, said, I've been a fan of Whataburger since I was eight years old, but when everything kind of fell apart, She said, let's do it today, and let's do it at Whataburger. See, he's being a good husband already. What mama says, you better do. And even though she was just his fiance, she said, let's get married at the Whataburger. And in this case, outside, since it's closed, he said, I do. And they said, I do. And now the Paschals are a happy couple. And now they can go to their Whataburger as as a holy matrimony unit. And we're excited for them. Many years of wedded bliss we wish on the Paschals and Whataburger. Glad to see you're still allowing people to come on your property. And in this case, get married. What a fun story to wrap up our headlines across the Southeast. When we come back after this break, hang on. We're going to have a little bit of sports news from the collegiate side to pass along. In fact, we'll tell you about the mighty NCAA trying to stiff a bunch of colleges. They're going to shortchange them on the amount of money they're expecting to get. And we'll have that information coming right back. Stay tuned. 
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. And this is the Y'all Show, talk with a southern accent. John Rawl back with you here as we're the show covering news, sports, politics. We even have country music talk on Wednesdays, thanks to our good friend Precious Harris. Covering it all, y'all, even in the midst of a pandemic. And on the Y'all Show, we love to talk sports, especially when things are actually going on. Although today and the last couple of days have been rather boring on the on the sports front with it essentially shut down in most cases so we have the latest on the sports fronts now as we have a college sports spotlight and as we look at the college sports world we'll weave it in sadly with a coronavirus connection as louisville cardinal wide receiver Corey reed jr's father has died as a result of the coronavirus he was 43 years old Corey reed senior and not immediately clear whether he had underlying health issues but this wide receiver for the louisville cardinals his father passing away because of the virus the the younger reed had eight catches for 145 yards as a freshman in 2017 but has not caught a pass in the last two seasons now with louisville having a coaching change last year and a, a very good season by the way for the for the birds in 2019 but unfortunately our thoughts go to the louisville football program as Corey reed's father Corey reed senior passing away at the age of 43 i don't have a i think he was a native of georgia maybe around fulton georgia's where he uh, this reed jr was at least a native of there before going to the u of l now coronavirus related story coming from the clemson tigers trevor lawrence and his girlfriend tried to do something to help out and you know what the darn ncaa they just don't have a sense of humor they told trevor lawrence the long-haired qb for the tigers that no 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 trevor you you can't you can't do that that's it wouldn't be prudent for you to try to do a, a good gesture so they shut him down but luckily trevor didn't give up and his beautiful girlfriend marissa mowry who's a soccer player at nearby anderson university of, think of that of all the pretty girls and all girls we're, we're not discriminating here on the y'all show at clemson university that trevor lawrence has to go about 15 miles down the road to anderson university and find a student from there to be his paramour <laughs> but that's what he did maybe they could have known each other prior to going to college who knows but Yes, these two tried to help out, and they launched a GoFundMe page earlier this week to help raise money for family relief and support for coronavirus victims. And then Clemson compliance officials, when they learned about the page, they asked Lawrence and Mowry to deactivate it based on their interpretation and enforcement of NCAA policy, which does not allow the use of name, image, and likeness for crowdfunding. 
But the NCAA, to their credit, came back after a statement on Tuesday said that it would make an exception during the coronavirus outbreak for student athletes who want to raise money to help. So a good measure by the NCAA and by the Clemson Athletic Department. They even put out a statement, and I'll read it for you here. And that statement says, In light of current circumstances surrounding COVID-19, the NCAA reached out to Clemson Athletics this evening, informing us that they are waiving restrictions that had been in place and are now allowing institutions to utilize discretion with respect to fundraising efforts. We applaud and appreciate their swift action in permitting this activity to help people in a time of need. And Trevor Lawrence went on his Instagram account and said, shout out to the NCAA. Thank you all so much. Hey, Trevor, thank you for putting, putting that word y'all in there. Thank you all so much for granting a waiver. They're allowing us to continue to raise money for what we were doing originally. And I don't have what their fundraising efforts were going to be going toward, but I'm sure it was a very noble cause. And to Clemson and Dabo Sweeney, the coach there, to their credit, they've got great players, and Dabo Sweeney is a, is a good guy. He's a good coach and a good guy. And uh, if they just weren't Clemson, some of us would like them a little bit more. But uh, if you're a Clemson, not so big of a fan like I am, you, you don't pull for them. But I'm pulling for Trevor Lawrence in this case. We wish him all the best and, and good job by the NCAA to go along with his effort. Now, sad news out of the college ranks. This from Washington State. And this guy had a connection to the South as he was a native of louisiana bryce beekman died this week he was a safety for the washington state cougars football program died at the age of 2020 uh, 22 and again this happened washington state with a coaching change as the pirate has left that program to go to mississippi state and now one of his former players found dead in his apartment tuesday by an officer responding to a help for a call for help with someone with breathing problems and this happening in Pullman, Washington. Again, Bryce Beekman passing away this week as he was a native of the New Baton Rouge areas where he was from. He was recorded 60 tackles and forced one fumble and one fumble recovery and one interception in his only season with Washington State last year. He had actually transferred in, I think, from a junior college. Bryce Beekman, dead at the age of 22. Now, as this coronavirus is changing the way everybody works, Texas A&M, they're in the news. They're using Madden 20 and a tournament for that to connect coaches and prospects during the quarantine. And they're using this as a way to kind of stay in touch with the class of 2021 as recruiting is going on right now. And so with programs doing things different and coaches not even allowed to interact with each other, Texas A&M coaches and prospects faced off starting on Wednesday with the Texas A&M Madden 20 tournament bracket and the bracket brackets divided into the offensive and defensive side of the ball with offensive coaches taking on offensive prospects and defensive coaches doing the same in what they call the Gigum Gamer Tourney. That's a fun thing to do right now. And, of course, these kids are not in school at their high schools, and they're actually furthering their chance of being a Texas A&M Aggie by having a virtual gaming tournament. See, we're doing things different, I tell you. Sad news out of the college baseball ranks. This happened a couple of days back, but former MTSU head coach Steve Peterson has passed away. He coached the Blue Raiders to 791 wins and was the winning coach in Middle Tennessee State University program history. But he also, in his 25 season, as the helm of the Blue Raiders, influenced 
a lot of people during his time coaching MTSU baseball. Again, former coach of MTSU's college baseball program, Steve Peterson, recently passing away. Our thoughts to the Peterson family. Now, just up the road from Murfreesboro to Nashville we go. Aaron Neesmith has declared for the NBA draft. He's a He was a Vanderbilt small forward on the 2019-2020 Commodore basketball team. He made his announcement on Instagram this week saying that he had decided to enter the 2020 NBA draft and intended to hire an agent. He was grateful for what Vanderbilt brought him and wants to thank God as well. He's a six foot six, 213-pound player that averaged 23 points and 4.9 rebounds in his sophomore season of 2019 and 2020. The NBA draft, by the way, is scheduled for June 25th. So we wish Aaron Neesmith all the best as he tries to take his talent from Memorial Gym to some NBA arena near you. Now, another change in NCAA basketball. One player not going to the NBA, but deciding to transfer from the Ivy's Columbia University to the Kudzu League's Duke University as Duke has landed graduate transfer, a center, Patrick Tape. And they're hoping to bolster their forecourt with this graduate transfer. He's a native of Charlotte, and he's coming to Durham, averaging 11.3 points and 5.9 rebounds. He shot 66.5% as a junior in the 2018-2019 season, but he sat out last year looking for a transfer destination, and now he's found that destination in his home state as Coach K is getting a graduate transfer out of the Columbia Lions in Patrick Tape. More college basketball. This is the odds now to tell you about. We should be having March Madness right now, but we don't because of the virus. So right now we can tell you the projections for the 2021 NCAA tournament with four teams opening as co-favorites on the odds to win, according to the William Hill Sportsbook. And it looks like Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, and Gonzaga opened as a 10-to-1 favorite to win the 2021 NCAA men's basketball tournament. And I know know we're a long way away from that, but right now, the Gonzaga Zags, the number one team, Kentucky number two in the early top 25 poll for 2021. So if you're a basketball fan, it gives you something to look forward to the 2021 season, of which we're not going to have a winner of this season, sadly. One of the unfortunate of many things. This one, of course, not that important. We've got people's lives at stake here, but to have March Madness shut down is a real shame and college baseball shut down as well and those decisions made by the ncaa and the ncaa in the news their annual distribution check which goes out to schools which sometimes can be around 600 million dollars total it's divvied up amongst the hundreds of member institutions that check is expected to be around 225 million dollars so that's more than half of what it normally would be going out to our schools and This is divvied up amongst 32 conferences. It's all because of the men's basketball tournament not being held as the reason for this reduction. The vote by the NCAA's Board of Governors, unanimous. The money will be handed out in June, and it was originally going to be handed out here coming up in the month of April. But it's it's a real problem, especially for our smaller schools who really need every dime they can get. And here they are being significantly the number reduced of what their payouts going to be a total of 225 million dollars expected for this year's for the division one men's basketball tournament and that could end up really shaping uh, unfortunately reshaping 
athletic departments around the country specifically here in the south who are barely making it anyway and now uh needed revenue stream is going to be just shortchanged because of the coronavirus and that is a look around the world of college sports here on today's y'all show getting you ready for the weekend edition coming up after the break hang on we're going to have icymi we're going to rewind back to wednesday's y'all show kelly sadler was our very special guest she's with the official president donald trump super PAC, and that's called america first action and she's going to come on and talk about the coronavirus and what the president's doing about it she's going to also discuss plans to get the president back in his old job in january of 2021 kelly sadler who worked at the white house at one time she's coming up in our rewind to wednesday when she was on for about 20 minutes we're only going to play a portion of the interview and that interview with her that shortened interview is up after this break Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. Spring into big savings with Purple Spring Sale. Get a free set of purple sheets and a plush pillow when you purchase a purple hybrid or purple premier mattress. When you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. And we're back on y'all, the accent of the South. That's what we do. We are all South all the time, except when we bring on a darn Yankee. And here, as we get you ready for the weekend, we rewind each end of the week celebration of the y'all show to have what we call ICYMI, in case y'all missed it. And we had what we call a DY on our show Wednesday, and that would be a darned Yankee. And she admitted it. She admitted it in the interview. She's a Yankee. 
but she's a good Yankee, and that's why we had her on the show. Kelly Riddell Sadler was on. She's with America First Action. That's the official Donald Trump Super PAC, and they're raising millions and millions of dollars right now trying to get the president reelected here in November, and we had her on on the show this week, and she had a uh, we had a, just a really good conversation with her. She talked about the coronavirus. She's from New York State, and she discussed how this is affecting her own family. And we also had a little bit of a briefing with her as she worked in the White House for President Trump at one time and now is working on his official super PAC. Kelly Sadler, the interview that we had with her, enjoy it right now. And this president just really wants us to unify at this time uh, and, and show and show America and show, you know, Americans are good people. Let's let's come together. Let's defeat this and let's be unified. The thing that President Trump does better than any president in modern history, maybe ever, maybe even better than George Washington, is rally a big crowd. And with this coronavirus, of course, he's been able to he's had to stop his big rallies. Maybe the one in Charleston could have been his last one he had. But that is certainly something that President Trump wants to get out of here for no other reason than to get out there and rally the troops again. So right now, since you're involved with the Super PAC, what are you doing to kind of keep that momentum of a President Trump rally going while everybody's essentially sheltering in place? Well, I mean, unfortunately, the rallies have had to stop and they've had to stop because of public health concerns. Um, right now, we are doing a lot on social media, um, making sure that everyone is getting our message via Facebook, via Twitter, um, LinkedIn, whatever applications that they use on, on social media. Um, right now, we're, we're, we've got to just be concerned about, you know, the public health safety as a number one priority and making sure that the correct information is getting out to the American public in terms of what their options are, uh, how to deal with this, to stay at home and, and, and really kind of shelter in place until this passes. And then once this passes, we will, you know, get up and running again. Um, and, and we look forward, we look forward to that. But first and foremost, we've really got to focus on the public safety concerns at this point. Certainly understandable. Visiting with Kelly Sadler, wrapping up our conversation here at the Y'all Show. Hey, on Instagram, we're at Y'all Show. Invite you to find us there. And we're also on Facebook at Y'all Magazine. Y'all, the ultimate guide to the South. And you mentioned that right now, because of the virus outbreak, the rallies aren't happening across the land, Kelly. But one thing we hope does happen, and we just announced on the show this week as of, I think, Tuesday, or rather Monday, it was officially announced by the North Carolina GOP that they're still working hard to get the Republican National Convention to take place in Charlotte here this summer. So I assume you'll be in the Queen City, along with several thousand Republicans, if indeed that rally happens, the Republican National Convention, where the president's officially nominated for president, and we're all hoping that that day comes and won't be postponed uh we are too we are too we're looking forward to it and we're preparing for it um and you know god willing we'll all be there and mm-hmm. it'll be an amazing event yeah and again that's scheduled is that early august is when that's supposed to happen yes it's in august okay after the after the democratic milwaukee convention okay the democratic milwaukee brouhaha Mm-hmm. And that'll be in July. <laughs> the melee that might happen there when the Bernie bros don't get their nominee for president. 
Kelly, what else can the public need? To, what do they need to know about your super PAC there, America First? How how can they, if they're interested in helping out, what can they do to help out the president here with your super PAC America First action? Yeah, well, absolutely. Go to our website. It's www.a1apac.org. You can see kind of what we're up to and you can donate if you're so inclined. Uh, every dollar that we have, we're going to raise from this point on is going to go directly back into the president's reelect. Okay. And again, November will be here sooner than y'all might think. So if you're into supporting the president, America First Action Super PAC is the way to do that. Kelly Sadler, we wish you the best and tell your grandma, everybody down here in the South, wishing her the best. In fact, what do you call your granny? Mimi. Mimi. <laughs> From Wednesday's Y'all Show, go back to our archives at y'all.com and find that entire interview. And that was Kelly Riddell Sadler of America First Action, the official pro-Donald Trump super PAC, raising millions, putting messages out to try to get the president reelected in November. And, of course, she's a native of New York State, as we talked about in that interview. And New York, of course, getting hit big time right now with the coronavirus. And our thoughts to her and her family and all of our friends up north, if we have any, and all of our people here in the south who are also being affected by the virus outbreak. That wraps up our first hour of the Y'all Show today. We've got a whole nother hour, and it's headed your way. In fact, we'll start it off with the Friday Free For Y'all. And we've got David Lee Murphy music, as we always do. It's our tradition. It's our ritual. We'll have David Lee Murphy coming by with Party Crowd. And then we're going to go to another country music great. This one might be a little bit greater because he's willie nelson and there's a new song willie's got out that's appropriate for right now we need something to bloom and to make us feel a little bit better and willie nelson's going to do just that with his brand new song that's out right now he's got a song first rose of spring and we're going to play that for you it's it's actually going to be on an album coming out a few few weeks if not months now may have been pushed back but we'll have a little willie nelson fun all that coming up in the second hour. Plus, we'll have hashtag Huddleblue. We're going to talk about pecan trees and specifically the blooming of pecans, pecans. You pick it. And we'll have the information on that. We'll also have at the end of the hour some movie news that you can download, the top movies to download off of Netflix right this very second. And we'll wrap up today's show with some sports news. In fact, the passing of Curly from the Harlem Globetrotters, a North Carolina native. We'll share information about that and more. All that on here, the Y'all Show, a show all about the South. Thanks for watching and listening. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. 
Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to, Purple Mattress. Spring into big savings with Purple Spring Sale. Get a free set of purple sheets and a plush pillow when you purchase a purple hybrid or purple premier mattress. When you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means, always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are, you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. It's time to get that weekend going. This is the Y'all Show, and this is our second hour of fun. And David Lee Murphy is our conductor. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming them back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck so take my keys and lock them up tight 
Let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick When blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party No coronavirus gonna stop us. Party crowd slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around. No virus gonna stop us, y'all. Jumping like you just don't care if they're dancing over here or fighting over there. I'm making the rounds. Looking for a party crowd. Let's hear it from you. I know you want to sing. Sing loud. Looking for a party crowd. Slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. We don't want no virus hanging around, though. It's ready. It's time. It's time for us to go outside at least. And that song there will get you in a little bit of a party crowd mode, although parties, at least for right now, aren't quite what they what they used to be. Hello, this is Hour 2 of The Y'all Show, and I am your ambassador of all things Dixie. I'm John Rawl, and we're so glad that you could join us here. Coming up in this hour, we've got hashtag Hullabaloo coming up in the next segment. We've got some things to tell you about pecans. And what you might need to do if you've got a few of those on your property, because we're right now at that time where the pecan, pecan trees are trying to come out for the spring, but we still might have some bad weather, some cold weather. So we need to be prepared for that. So we'll share some information about that and pond talk. What is the difference between a pond and a lake? I'll weigh in with that. And also we've got later this hour movie talk. We've got, thanks to Netflix, some of their top movies that are available to download right now, including Step Brothers, and I'll tell you a little bit about that. And then we wrap up this hour with the passage of Curly Neal, Harlem Globetrotter legendary member. He passed away this week, and we'll share that information from North Carolina, his native state. And we'll also talk a little Major League Baseball before we get out of here on this program that covers everything in the South. Moving over from party crowd to a guy who's partied a few times and had plenty of party crowds in his career, Willie Hugh Nelson. We're going to play a brand new song from a brand new album for Willie Nelson. Now, we don't often play the new stuff here in this special portion of our Y'all Show end of the week celebration. We usually go way, way back. So it would be easy for me to play something from Willie from his early days, going back to his early time in Nashville when he wrote songs like Crazy or his outlaw days of the 70s. That, that would be the easy thing, and maybe maybe we should, but we got to give Willie credit now. Willie has an amazing, uh, a long career, and, of course, everything he's been able to survive. I mean, the guy 
is, as I said, born in 1933. He's 86 years old. He'll be turning 87 in less than a month, or right at a month, from Abbott, Texas, Willie Hugh Nelson, the Baylor University alum. And he's got a brand new album about to hit the record record stores and record shelves here pretty soon. It's called First Rose of Spring, and it was supposed to come out April 24th, and it's been moved to at least July 3rd is the new release date. It's out on Legacy Recordings. It's Willie's 70th solo studio album, First Rose of Spring. Now, if you're a fan of Willie, you can go ahead and order. You can pre-order this thing. Go to the various links, including willienelson.lnk.to to get your copy. I'm sure there's a link from the Legacy Recordings site, which is a division of Sony Music Entertainment. But some of the songs on this album include Blue Star. Willie co-wrote that with Buddy Cannon. Our Song, that's a song penned by Chris Stapleton. Billy Joe Shaver's We Are the Cowboys is on here as well. And another Willie Nelson-Buddy Cannon collaboration, Love Just Laughed. Buddy Cannon from the Jackson, Tennessee area. Lexington, Tennessee specifically is his hometown. Got to give him a shout out. He also has a song penned by Toby Keith on this album. Toby wrote, Don't Let the Old Man In. That's on this 11-song production, First Rose of Spring, which was produced by West Tennessee's own Buddy Cannon. And again, this album going to be coming out July 3rd. Now, one reason I'm picking a Willie Nelson song to play today is because, let's be honest, the guy's about to turn 87 years young. And he had been under the weather. He had been, oddly enough, he had played in Jackson, Tennessee at the ballpark there where the Jackson Generals AA minor league baseball team plays back in the fall. And I think that could have been his last concert for quite some time. And now he's been resurfacing a little bit. In fact, just the other day, he resurfaced on social media as he joined his son, Lucas Nelson, and another member of his family for a virtual concert. This was last week. In fact, Willie... My research shows Willie might have been the first major celebrity to have a virtual concert, all because of the coronavirus, having everybody shut in. Now everybody's doing it. But Willie followed, in country music at least, his uh, Wednesday, uh, let's see, Wednesday of last week, Shenandoah had an effort in Nashville. And then Thursday of last week is when Willie teamed up with some of his buddies and put on this virtual concert and he also had member of members of his own family help out and so because of willie doing this at 80 almost 87 years old we thought hey let's give the guy some publicity so let's go in and now hear the title track for this forthcoming cd first rose of spring it was written by randy hauser a country music artist from mississippi as well as alan shamblin and mark beeson these three co-wrote first rose of spring and it's a touching song and it'll again be on this new album called First Rose of Spring, which is due out July 3rd now. Enjoy the venerable Willie Nelson right here on the day's Y'all Show. The first time that he saw her He knew everything had changed Overnight, love started blooming Like the first rose of spring Oh, 
auburn hair like a sunrise Sweetest smile he'd ever seen Butterflies, they danced around her Like the first rose of spring Summertime would have never started Wintertime would never end She colored his life Opened his eyes To things he'd never dreamed Without the first rose of spring children like a garden that gave them all the love they'd need to grow up strong she made a home and every year he'd bring her the first rose of spring Last time he saw her He knew everything had changed He said goodbye And let the tears fall like rain On the first rose of spring From the Legacy Recordings CD, First Rose of Spring. That was the title track, written by Randy Hauser, Alan Shamlin, and Mark Beeson, and performed by Willie Nelson. And that song there, First Rose of Spring, makes us think of, yes, we're all ready for more flowers to bloom and our mind to, to get back to the normal things like flowers blooming instead of worrying about the coronavirus thank you willie nelson and a music career that just keeps on trucking we love it this again this album which is due out july 3rd is his 70th solo studio record amazing from willie hugh nelson when we come back on the y'all show we have hashtag hullabaloo we also have before the end of the hours up some of the top movies to download from netflix and some professional sports news all that coming up here on the show that's all about the south If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. 
I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Back into y'all. An accent on the South. That's what we do. And I'm John Rawl. I'm your host. We've only got a couple of more minutes left here on this show. So thank you for being a part. And don't forget, you can go to our website, y'all.com, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and find out what's going on right here in this region. We've got, of course, COVID-19 information that you can watch and read and learn about and and so much there. We have other things, a complete distraction from the coronavirus also at y'all.com. We even have this show right here, Y'all, available. Look for Y'all Show, and we've got the audio version. We've got Y'all TV, the video clips of this show available for you to watch free of charge. We're doing our part to get us through the coronavirus right here on the Y'all Show. Let's start out this segment with hashtag hullabaloo. What is that, you ask? Hashtag hullabaloo is when we go on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and either people send stuff to us or it comes to us. And this gives us an opportunity to relay fun and entertainment and sometimes goofy, sometimes bad things. We just put it all in the hopper and we, we let it spit out whatever is available at the time. And so we go first off to Instagram today. And the Brent Loper is on Instagram. And the Brent Loper is loafing, it looks like, according to his Instagram picture that he's got in his his little post. He put, quarantine at the farm day two. And he's got a really cool picture taken in the, looks like the late afternoon. And it's a photo of a nice pond, a good southern pond with some pine trees in the background there. Big pond, too. He's also got a dock. Really, it looks like a brand new dock. I'm jealous there. It looks like he's got a dock and maybe even a little bit of a little shed over it to protect him from the elements. And he's also got a fire pit going. Now, those are things that just will get you through this time. If you got you a fire pit, although most of the South in the last 24 to 48 hours has had pretty hot temperatures, much different than what we've been seeing so a fire right now is not maybe the preferred choice, but give it a couple of days. We'll have cooler temperatures again, but I'm envious of you, the Brent Loper, for what you've got there quarantined at your farm, and that's that'll get you through the time. You can go throw the old rod and reel together and get you a couple of brim or bass or crappie and maybe even put them on that fire pit. Yes, and maybe if it's not too cold, you can go take a little dip in that pond. How many of y'all grew up swimming in ponds? I I swam in a pond some. I swam in swimming pools too, but our generation that's, let's say, 60 plus, swimming pools weren't that common back in the 1940s and 50s when you were little, little lads. And so swimming in a river or a pond or a lake was was the more common thing now yeah i know a lot of people still swim in lakes 
but ponds i, I want to talk about swimming in a little tiny pond that's something that is hard to explain unless you've done it because pond water does have not the best taste and oftentimes in a pond when you start walking around it's got that moss on the bottom of the of the pond i'm not talking a lake i'm talking about a little small pond a pond that animal waste likely went into (laughs) or fertilizer went into oftentimes ponds are somewhere near some type of agriculture and that's the case for me Uh, we had a pond right behind our house a pretty big pond but we had fields all around it growing up and that's why i didn't go rush to jump in the pond that often but i did it about seven times maybe total in my childhood and sometimes i even had to jump in there to try to retrieve some golf balls as i had a golf hole i set up near a pond and i would often miss my mark and those balls which i very much treasured would just go into the pond a couple of feet and i'd go diving in there to get that pond or get that ball out of the pond so that maybe that's your memory of a pond but uh we like our ponds and they're not there's a difference um maybe not technically but in my opinion there's a difference between a pond and a lake and a pond is what a lot of us grew up fishing in and and swimming if we if we were really lucky a lake i'll just go ahead and define a lake as something big enough where you could actually maybe go skiing and water skiing and it doesn't have to be a gigantic lake we got some smaller lakes a lot of times there'll be some type of tributary of a creek or river that's big enough where you could actually go water skiing in maybe just one way but that might be the southern redneck definition of the difference between a, a pond and a and a lake here see learning all kinds of good things on today's y'all show let's move on to g fruit g free foodie g free foodie on twitter she says i'm kc founder of g free foodie where we love food plus live deliciously hashtag gluten free i can't wait to see what g free foodie's got to say here on today's y'all show she's talking about get ready because i'm gonna tell you about a guest we've got coming up next week on the show that's gonna love this conversation she's talking about pimento cheese from ponds to pimento cheese we cover it all right here on the y'all show if you got something to say about it let us know as g free foodie writes pimento cheese is a southern staple but i often wonder why it's not a worldwide sensation it's that good it's a magical mix of mayonnaise cheddar and pimento peppers spread it on crackers mix it into mac and cheese or slather it on a sandwich and she's got a recipe you can go to her website gfreefoodie.com and she's got a pimento cheese appetizer recipe available for you to go read the ingredients and maybe cook up the pimento cheese that she's serving up now our problem right now in this virus is are these ingredients going to be found at your local grocer as it looks like her combination of mayonnaise and cheddar and pimento peppers yeah those those items if that's all that it required in her recipe that should be found but i'm not about to take a guess on what's available or not available at your local grocery store or dg but we appreciate that coming from g free foodie here on today's y'all show 
Now let's move on here on our y'all show, and we've got another. Let's see, is this a Twitter coming in? Yes, it is from Pecan Pieces. Noble Pecan Pies is the Twitter account. This is a noble thing that Noble Noble Pecan Pies is doing because what this is is Noble Research Institute is one of just a few research organizations that investigates the pecan. You can stay up to date on the latest research and management information. And they put a tweet out this week that I wanted to share. If you are a pecan, pecan grower, or you've got a couple around your yard, you might need to know about this. We're now about to the start of April. And according to their tweet this week from Noble Pecan Pieces, Bud Break, that's one word, Bud Break, Bud Break is starting in the southern Great Plains on pecans. You should start spraying foliar zinc on trees shortly after bud break as the new leaves emerge you should spray trees that have shown deficiencies in the past spray at two week intervals through the summer all this again to protect our beloved pecan trees of the south and right now if you are lucky enough to have a pecan tree which i don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing i know some people don't like them because they can be a little messy and you go park your car under one of those things and they get hit by the pecans falling and that might not be a good thing for you but if you like fresh pecans it's a pretty neat thing to go walk outside and your bare feet and and pick up some beautiful pecans pecans more information on pecans pecans the biggest danger of what's going on with this what's called bud break is the fact that we might have cold weather still available it might get cold in april we don't know and that would really affect the younger trees more than the more mature trees this damage is usually expressed as longitudinal bark splitting separation of bark from wood and sunken areas on trunks that's something to be on the lookout freezing temperatures destroy the cumbium cells and the tree and then they can't get the water and nutrients they need sometimes trees may have enough healthy tissue to keep it going for a year before it collapses eventually so whenever they have this bud break and then we get cold freezing temperatures that's not good for the pecan industry the more dormant the tree is the less susceptible it will be if the sap is rising there's a risk for cold injury trees in low elevation areas will be most susceptible any damaged tree will become more attractive and susceptible to ambrosia beetles so be vigilant for these as well so if you don't have if you're a pecan grower or you've got a couple in the backyard not only do you have to be worried this time of year if you have had bud break you have to be on the lookout for beetles to pop up not the ones from liverpool or birmingham wherever those guys were from but the animal known as the beetle that can affect your beloved pecan tree right now good information horticulture and more right here on the y'all show up next taste of the south is back at taste mag is their website and they do a amazing fantastic and attaboy job keeping food in the forefront of all things there at taste of the south tastemag.com and reading over what they put out here as taste mag by the way preserves the past celebrates the future of southern food yummy we like that we like what they do and we've read many times here on the y'all show some of the recipes that they've offered at taste of the south and again thumbs up to what they do now here's what they are telling us about today 
And when I talk about this, make sure you listen to me closely, okay? Because what I'm about to tell you, I don't want you to go turn me into the FCC as saying a, a bad word, okay? I'm about to get full of, I'm, I'm, I'm full of sheet. I am full of sheet, and I'm going to tell you why. Because, thanks to Taste of the South, they've got a tweet that says, You might want to double the recipe for this decadent Texas sheet cake. It might be gone before you can get a slice for yourself. And they got the link there at their website, Taste of the South. What is a sheet cake? I, I've never heard of a sheet cake. I, I apologize. Betty Crocker was not my mother. So I had to do research here. And it looks like most of us have had a sheet cake. We just didn't maybe call it that. We called it by other names, like birthday cake, maybe. A sheet cake is a cake baked in a large, flat, rectangular pan, such as a sheet pan or a jelly roll pan. These single-layer cakes are almost always frosted with decorations or ornamental frosting along the borders and the flat-top surface. In this country, these cakes are commonly available in supermarkets and bakeries and tend to be inexpensive due to their simple manufacturing process. That is a sheet cake. By the way, sheet cakes may be made in any flavor, from chocolate to vanilla being the most common. Commonly made in home with box cake mixes. These come in a variety of additional flavors with colorful batter mix-ins such as sprinkles and chocolate chips. By definition... They're made from a single continuous piece of cake. Ingredients such as nuts, chocolate chips, coconut can be sprinkled over the top of what we call a sheet cake. And that is your sheet cake information today. And forgive me, again, I've never made a sheet cake. I've never made a cake, period. I've made desserts before, but not sheet cake. But this reminds me, I think a sheet cake is what we would call here in the south of Normally, a a birthday cake would be a sheet cake. And don't you just have a couple of your birthday cakes from your childhood still stuck in your head? I I know I do. And I'm not going to bore you with my particular cakes. But oddly enough, as I'm reading about sheet cakes today, of all things on Facebook, I had a distant cousin's husband pop up as a friend recommendation. And this gentleman has to be 80 years old. I had no idea he was on on social media and his wife who would have been my father's first cousin made our birthday cakes when i was a kid and she did the best i mean she did an unbelievable birthday cake she didn't do it as a profession of course she got paid to do it but it's not like she ran a business of making cakes but everybody extended family called dale to to do their birthday cake and she did a amazing job sadly She's been fighting Alzheimer's, I think, for the last couple of years. And so her sheet cake making days appear to be over. But I'll never forget my sheet cake memories and birthday cake memories made by her and enjoyed on my birthday as a youngster. And I'll go ahead and bore you. I think I can remember two to three of my cakes as a kid. One was Winnie the Pooh. One was an army soldier because I loved army so army stuff and i still do military and the other one in that same genre is i had as a roughly nine-year-old kid a big confederate flag birthday cake <laughs> and uh i didn't eat that one i put it in the museum but no those were some of my memories again growing up with those uh delicious birthday cakes and sheet cakes that's something we can all make right now how about everybody to get us through the coronavirus blues go out and make a good 
birthday cake, even if it's not your birthday cake. I mean, that's something really more restaurants should have on the menu instead of the typical key lime pie or maybe a pecan pie. I mean, you're going to make people's eyes light up and get a smile and just just mention, hey, we've got fresh birthday cake available for you. And they could even charge twice the amount, in my opinion, for that. And people like me would be like, oh, yeah, I need a good memory of my childhood. And let's go get us some birthday cake from right here at the McDonald's. <laughs> I don't think McDonald's is going to be serving up cake of any kind anytime soon. However, we got to give our ice cream parlors credit. There's several different brands of ice cream that have birthday cake as a as an option. I just had one of those at a Baskin Robbins not long ago. And yummy. Up next... Let's go from cakes to iced tea. This is important here. See, we got to talk about things other than coronavirus in hashtag hullabaloo. And right now, again, if you want to connect to us here, y'all at y'all show at y'all.com is our email address on Facebook Live. Just hit us up on the comment section with a question or comment or call us 803-816-1170. And that wraps up our hashtag hullabaloo. Thank y'all for being a part of the fun here as we conclude another week of Y'all talk with a Southern accent. And I meant to say earlier, when we were talking about pimento cheese, we have a special guest that's going to be going on the show Thursday, this coming Thursday, and that's Sean of the South. His name is Sean Dietrich. He lives in Walton County, Florida. He's a successful author. He's penned about 11 books now. His brand new book, it just came out earlier this month, and it's on a major publisher, is called Will the Circle Be Unbroken? And Sean is a author, a blogger. He writes a blog every day. And you can find that at Sean Dietrich at his website, seanofthesouthshow.com. He's got all the blogs. And he's also, I got, there's so many things I've got to make sure I don't forget one of them. He's a musician. He, he performs with his guitar and sings. I've actually seen and heard him before. And he also is a barbecue judge. All that from Sean Dietrich, a.k.a sean of the south and he's going to be on our thursday show in our buy the book feature where we give our authors plenty of FaceTime and plenty of attention he's got a darn good book and he is a southerner through and through and an amazing story that he has to tell as his father committed suicide when he was a youngster and it really set his family spiraling downward and and sean writes about that in this new book will the circle be unbroken and he'll be on again thursday of next week we got also other great guests heading your way all of next week as well right here on y'all talk with a southern accent when we come back after this break we're going to have a quick look at some of the netflix downloadable movies for you the top movies at netflix for you to sit at home in your pjs or heck some of you might just sit around naked and you can uh, you can actually have a good couple of days here with this virus and all watching movies heck i even signed up this week to hulu I got a free trial subscription for a couple of weeks and I've been watching some series on there and, and hopefully we'll watch some movies on Hulu and I may even keep it if I like it, the subscription. It's not that much. I think it's about maybe $12 a month with the option to not have commercials. That's a, that's a pretty good choice. So a lot of us doing things like that. Unfortunately, as we said earlier, so many people are on the internet right now that we're seeing our speeds go way down. So why don't y'all just get off the internet for a little bit and let me uh, do this show, if you don't mind. Just kidding. Just kidding. We'll have our final segment. We've got movies to talk about, but we also have the passage of Mo 
no rather without mo i'm thinking of the three stooges we also will tell you about the passage of curly from the harlem globetrotters the north carolina native passed away on thursday we'll let you know about that and other professional sports goings on including a postponement of the indianapolis 500 all that information in our final segment of this y'all talk with a southern accent Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lie down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. Spring into big savings with Purple Spring Sale. Get a free set of purple sheets and a plush pillow when you purchase a purple hybrid or purple premier mattress. When you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. segment of y'all talk with a southern accent as we conclude another week of all things southern and we start out this segment with movies in mind and there are zero national distributed movies for this weekend and i don't think any of us have ever seen that happen all because of covid19 so if you're going to the theaters i assume they're all closed anyway and so you're going to have to make do. And the way you make do is staying at home. And we pulled up an article from digitaltrends.com. The top 50 best movies on Netflix right now is their article. And I'm just going to read through a few of these selections and see if maybe you've had a chance to see them. Great. If not, it might be something you and your friends can watch virtually. You can log on to your Facebook page and then they can log on and then you can start Facebook live each other and commenting and just having getting us through this time marriage story which came out in 2019 is one of the movies as that it's got scarlett johansson in that one it's out right now and available for you to watch on netflix right now again these are movies right now marriage story another one out there for you to see going back in the archives to 1981 and harrison ford's indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark that's a good one to watch especially if you've got little ones who have never seen it it's amazing to see their reaction to this absolute classic harrison ford and indiana jones now up is 1968's rosemary's baby and that is a roman polanski his first american film adapted from ira levin's horror bestseller and that rosemary's baby on netflix another one zodiac from 2007 about the zodiac keller who terrorized san francisco 
in the late 60s and into the 1970s. Robert Downey Jr. is one of the stars alongside Mark Ruffalo in Zodiac from 13 years ago. 2018 Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is an animated film on Netflix. You can go check that out there. And another one is The Irishman. I've had a chance to see this one. This one is really, really good. As Martin Scorsese, he helped with this one. And it's got Joe Pecci, Al Pacino, and more. And it's it's really good. It's it's creepy, but it's it's good. That's on Netflix. Worth the worth the view there. How about Eddie Murphy? And he's in Dolomite is my name, which came out in 2019. And this was a return for Eddie Murphy. He's not been in movies in quite some time, but in this movie he plays Rudy Ray Moore, a washed-up musician who completely transformed himself into the 70s exploitation character Dolomite, becoming a cult star in the process. So a little bit unusual movie from Eddie Murphy, not exactly the uh, X-rated comedy that he's sometimes done in his career. Wesley Snipes is also in that, as well as Keegan-Michael Key. And that movie out on Netflix, directed by Memphis's own Craig Brewer. I hadn't actually seen or heard from Craig Brewer in a long time. Actually, when he had his first movie come out, which was shot on a little teeny tiny video recorder in roughly 1999, the PNA was it called the Poor and Hungry? I think was the name of it, and it was shot partly at the PNH Cafe in Midtown Memphis and was a big big draw at film festivals and i went to the one in nashville back then and he inspired me he actually inspired me to go get my own digital camera i had one instead of his little tiny thing he bought it like a circuit city probably i bought one from one of the digital retailers at the time a canon xl1 and mine was about that big and that's where i shot my documentary but craig brewer i had no idea that he um directed this and it's out with eddie murphy craig brewer went on to do the movie hustle and flow that was sort of his big motion picture debut that's a great movie that's a fantastic movie if you have a chance to stream that one it's also set in memphis but that movie is about a guy trying to be a rapper who's a pimp and uh and it just shows you what people who are trying to make it in a business what they have to go through and every star no matter if unless they were born into it if they're the the child of a star every actor every singer every everybody's had tough times and uh this 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 show the hustle and flow is is really good it's it's very good directed by craig brewer and there's a lot of very familiar faces you'll see if you get a chance to see that one el camino is another netflix movie worth watching and that's out aaron paul's in that one as well as brian cranston another one is a movie called a silent voice an animated children's montage set to the who's my generation it's available for viewing and i watched this one the other day and don't tell my late wife about this but i had my son with me and he's only nine years old but he saw because he saw will ferrell and he's gotten to know will ferrell through elf and a couple of other goofy movies Will Ferrell's been in. He saw Step Brothers listed as a Netflix movie, and we watched it. Brennan and Dale, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, and uh, it was pretty bad. It's a bad movie. 
what is it rated? It's, I think, rated R. It should be double R. But it's, if you've never seen this Adam McKay-directed comedy that was produced and, and delivered first in 2008, it, it's it's funny. It, it's it's definitely an unusual comedy. And uh, Catalina Wine Mixer, baby. It's all about the Catalina Wine Mixer. And it's uh, it's well worth your time. If you're cooped up here for a couple of days, Step Brothers will, will get you through it. And my son, luckily, at least the conversations I've had with him since screening Step Brothers, he hasn't uh, shared some of the vulgarities that they said there. Again, don't turn me into social services or child, whatever that thing's called, and report me for being a bad parent. My son loved it. But he and I have seen more funny movies. In fact, he has laughed harder at a Mr. Bean movie than anything, and then... This isn't a movie, but the TV series South Park. Oh, goodness. They have had, and I, I've watched South Park more lately than I have in a long time because of my son. And y'all may have kids too. They just, it's unbelievable the the creativity from coming from those guys there that do South Park and then did great movies like Team America, which I don't see Team America listed here on the Netflix downloads, but they. If you you can find that one, that one's well worth it, too. That'll make you also laugh out loud. That's a look at movies. Now, let's move on to the world of sports as we wrap up today's Y'all Show. And we have to pass along that Fred Curley Neal, Harlem Globetrotter legend, who was a Globetrotter for 22 years, he's died at the age of 77. Johnson C. Smith University in North Carolina announced this on Twitter this week. Curly Neal, with his shaved head and a very fun guy out there on the court, he became, in 2008, just the fifth Globetrotters player to have his jersey retired as he joined Wilt Chamberlain, Marcus Haynes, Meadowlark Lemon, and Goose Tatum. And his jersey raised to the rafters at Madison Square Garden, and now he's passed away. He played in more than 6,000 games in 97 countries for the Harlem Globetrotters from the years 1963 to 1980. He was a North Carolina native, Curly Neal, born in North Carolina in Greensboro, May 19, 1942. And he attended Johnson C. Smith, which is in Charlotte, averaging 23.1 points a game and was an all-CIAA guard and then became a Harlem Globetrotter, like we said, in 1963. There's a mural that commemorates Curly's achievements as a Globetrotter and as a I think a humanitarian as well. And that's at his high school, Dudley High School. And he has two daughters, Raquel and Laverne Neal. And also he has six grandchildren that he leaves behind. Curly Neal, Harlem Globetrotter, dead this week. Our thoughts to the Neal family passing away at the age of 77. Major League Baseball news. The draft is likely going to be pushed back to July, and the season may happen this year, but it's going to be shortened, it looks like, as Major League Baseball having to come to grips. In fact, on Thursday, it was supposed to be Major League Baseball's opening day, but now their season at least pushed back for a couple of months. Discussions going on between baseball, MLB, and the MLB Players Association trying to come up with a compromise but undrafted players would have a maximum signing bonus of $10,000, according to sources, with this upcoming MLB draft again in July, if it happens at all. Things certainly put 
into an area that nobody's ever seen before all because of this coronavirus outbreak sealy texas's eric dickerson uh smu football great a los angeles ram great and now a los angeles rams art critic eric dickerson ain't happy about the rams brand new unveil of their logo and a lot of people aren't happy it's not not that good and what happened this week is the rams announced a new color scheme and a new logo as they're going to move into a brand new stadium this year an unbelievable stadium to the south of downtown los angeles and so they're coming up with a new logo that's got a sort of a silhouette looks a lot like the houston texans logo to be honest with you and it's just it could have could and should have been a lot better and eric dickerson has kind of become the people's spokesperson and this hall of famer is going to management there with the Rams saying we need to do something about it fans have created an online petition to change the new logo and earlier this week more than 62 signatures had already been collected on the effort to change the rams logo it's not that great i'll be honest with you it's not and i love logos and what hurt the rams also is the very next day the los angeles chargers who are going to be sharing the same building there as the football stadium for both franchises they came out with their new logo scheme and it looks great fantastic so it, it the the chargers have a better look if indeed this sticks going into the 2020 nfl season if if we even have an nfl season let's be honest everything's upside down right now including the indianapolis 500 officials on thursday postponed the race from may to august all because of the coronavirus outbreak and it looks like it's going to go from may 24th to march or to, to rather august 23rd as the indycar series announced the move shifting the grand prix which runs the indianapolis speedway's road course from may 9th to july 4th for so that road course race will be on the 4th of july if indeed that happens but this great race there in indianapolis going to be pushed back several months as you might could expect the gmr grand prix july 4th the indy 500 if it indeed goes down will be august 23rd and that my friends wraps up another week of y'all the show about the south john rawl signing off we'll be right back here monday with another exciting episode we will have jerry short our takapola storyteller we will also have all that's going on in the sports world the transactions that happened over the weekend and we'll also be answering your questions if you have questions or comments again y'all show at y'all.com is the email address and you can also find us on facebook with our show at the y'all show thank y'all have a great weekend and thanks for listening and being a part of y'all from dixie with love is going to get us to the house
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com.